0: Mama. Today we are gonna be talking about infamous mom guilt. Us moms wear so many hats, whether we work out of the house or work from home, we have animals, kids, school, we're shuttling kids to and from activities and play dates. We keep the kids entertained and happy break up the fights and arguments and we referee between the kids, meals and snacks and feels like we're in the kitchen for it seems like 90% of the day. We have pressure to do all the things and be the perfect wife, perfect mom. And then mom guilt for having to do all the things and not be with your children 24-7 or the guilt for not wanting to be with your children 24-7 because they're driving you crazy. Guilt for not being a crafty mom. Guilt for not being all the things society tells us moms should be well we're going to talk all about that today i have five tips today for you to help fight that mom guilt no matter how many hats you're wearing are you sick of always feeling rushed does it feel like you're constantly forgetting things are you frequently frustrated and snapping at your kids spouse or all of the above are you ready for peace and joy to flow through you in your home in this podcast you will find solutions to bring peace and joy back to what may feel like chaos it is my mission to help you be restored to who god intended you to be so you can wake up refreshed and excited for each new day when god speaks of restoration it is always in abundance and when restored it is better than how it started god promised us a better life and a better future for us and our families if you are ready to say yes to the life god created you for and for peace to flow through your home mind and spirit then you have come to the right place i'm jen a wife Mom and Jesus lover. I spent six years as a single mom, then married, became a stepmom, and we blended our families. Diving in headfirst from a chaotic single mom life to a chaotic mom and wife life, I struggled to keep my sanity. I looked to everything and everyone else to avoid the drowning feelings of failure and uncertainty. I finally realized there was a better way. Life was meant to be truly lived. God had a purpose for me and our family, and the way we were living was not it. God showed me what structure, organization, and a healthy mindset can do to bring joy back into my home and marriage. Through that, God showed me what biblical restoration in my life can look like. I'm here to share that with you. Wherever you are starting from, if you are ready to find peace, joy, and your sanity once again, or for the first time ever, along with getting back to the root of who God created you to be, this podcast is for you. Find a new joy-infused marriage and laughter and fun to replace the stress and frustration with your kiddos as you join me for real talk through the pain, struggle, and joy and freedom on the other side. So warm up that cold coffee, find a kid-free chair, and pop in those earbuds. It's time to dive in struggled a lot in the past with having mom guilt. I look at the way other moms around me are doing things with their kids or how well they're doing this one thing or that one thing. And I can be crafty if I put a lot of effort into it, but it doesn't come easy and it doesn't come naturally to me. I am a good artist, but art and crafty is a little different. I have a hard time bringing in that creativity when it comes to craftiness. And I see all these other moms and you know those, those special Pinterest moms that, oh, I, I did this little pumpkin thing for Halloween, or we made this and we made that, and look at these ornaments we made for our tree. <laughs> that is just not an easy thing for me. That may be a silly example, but there's so many moms out there that are super crafty and they put all their things up on Pinterest. I would tell myself constantly, oh, my kids need this, or my kids need to be able to sit down and be crafty, and and I can't do that with them, and I'm not being the best mom that I can be. I need to be able to do this kind of stuff with them. And I realized that that's mom guilt. As silly and as little as that might be, I had guilt not being able to do that with my kids, or not being able to do that well with my kids. Or not doing it often enough with my kids. You don't need to be anyone other than who God has created you to be. Okay, so you have no crafty bone in your body or it doesn't come naturally for you. So you can't draw and your stick figure people look like a tree. That's okay. Just draw stick trees every time you sit down to color with your kids. Society has told us that we need to have all the skills and do all the things perfectly as a mom. Because that's what our kids need well, that's not how we were designed. So your kid is crafty and wants some help, you can pull up a YouTube video. I use YouTube a lot, especially homeschooling. I, there's things that I don't know or I don't remember. YouTube has come in super handy for a lot of things. Or you can call up a friend that's skilled in the craft department and set up a play date so she can help your kid out. Mom guilt is a real thing and it can drive a wedge between us and our family. Instead of being the mom and wife that you were designed to be, we're trying to be someone else. And that's when the mom guilt plays in. And that's when we start to struggle even more. God gave you your husband. He gave you your kids. He doesn't make mistakes. God's not sitting there at the table watching you draw your stick trees with your kid thinking, Oh, wow, Jesus, what were we thinking? Why didn't we give little Spencer to Betty over here? She's so crafty and could teach him how to draw everything. No, that's not what he's sitting there thinking. He's sitting there at the table smiling at your stick trees thinking, oh, you're the perfect one for little Spencer. He needs you to show him how to make mistakes and draw things not so perfect and be able to laugh at yourself. He needs you to sit there and bond with him over these poorly drawn pictures because he has had a really rough day at school and needs a mom to show him he's important. You're the perfect mom for that. And he's thinking, I didn't make a mistake when I made you his mom. God knew just who that little Spencer needed as a parent, and he knew it was you. He doesn't make mistakes, he doesn't want to do take backs. (laughs) He knows exactly what he's doing. Do we know in our minds that we don't need to feel guilty for working instead of being with our kids all day? If you work out of the house or even working from home and needing to. Have your kids play and occupy themselves while you get your work done. I know sometimes I feel guilty if if I don't get stuff done while they're sleeping or while they're doing their school or, or while they're doing something else. I can sometimes feel guilty about that, but I don't need to be. I'm doing what God has created me to do. And it's being a mom and I'm being a good mom and I'm being a good steward of my time and the skills that God has given me, and I'm doing what He has called me to do. I don't need to feel guilty just because I'm not with my kids 24 7. We don't need to feel guilty for taking an evening and sending them with a sitter or with some other family to be able to have grown up time or have a date with our spouse. But we do feel guilty. Why? Whether we're getting the idea from society that we need to be perfect or someone in our life is telling us that we're doing it wrong and we should feel guilty because we're not doing it the way that they think we should. Or it's maybe just expectations that we put on ourselves. Someone or something puts an unreal, unrealistic idea of what a perfect mom should be in our heads and now we're putting that on ourselves. We don't need to be comparing ourselves to other moms or doing what... Someone else thinks we should do. And that leads me into tip one don't compare to other moms. God made you you. You are different than everyone else around you, and you're different for a reason. God made you different. He didn't make Betty over here super crafty and you not crafty because He didn't think you could handle it. He didn't give you that gift because that's not a gift that He needs you to use. That's not something that your kids need. That's not something that his plan for your life has incorporated in it. Focus on the strengths that God gave you and then just work to be better in the areas that you want to grow in. I keep using the crafty idea because that was one thing that really got to me. If I really wanted to do something crafty with my kids, I could. I can look up a YouTube video. I can go on Pinterest and I can find ideas. It just takes effort for me and maybe my my craft doesn't turn out as good and that's okay so i can work to grow in that area or i can find ways around not being great at it but i don't need to focus on that aspect god didn't give me that gift for a reason i don't need to be good at it he gave me other strengths and that's what i need to focus on that's what i need to work on or maybe crafty isn't a thing for you you can't cook And you feel like you need to be making these gourmet meals every night for your family. You don't. That's okay. Sometimes dinners at our house are fancy and amazing. And sometimes they're not. It depends on the day. But I can cook. I'm good at that. It's just something that comes naturally to me. I can whip up a meal from random things in the kitchen. And it could be one of the best meals that I've cooked in a very long time. That's just a skill that I have. But maybe that's not something that you can do. That's okay. Look up some recipes, very easy, simple recipes, and just do that. You don't have to have anything fancy. There's cooking classes, YouTube videos, other people in your life that might know how to cook. You can ask them to show you some pointers, but you don't need to feel guilty for not having that skill. So tip two, pray and ask God why he made you your kid's mom. What strengths and qualities did he give you to help you parent your kids? Maybe it's not cooking. Maybe it's not craftiness but he gave you some skills to use. So what are they? Ask him if you don't know, he'll reveal that to you. So I'm a good cook, my mom taught me well, and it's helped me with my kids because I bring them in the kitchen with me. It gives me bonding time with them and I love it and they love it and it's been wonderful. And I've been able to use that skill that God gave me to bond and teach and help my kids. I could do that even if I wasn't a good cook, but because I am a good cook, I'm incorporating that into my parenting and incorporating that with my kids. I'm also really patient most of the time. We all have our moments, of course, right now with two boys under two, a college student and a 10-year-old girl that has the emotions of a highly emotional preteen. Patience has been very important and it's helped me to be a better mom during the season. I still have my moments, of course, like the other day when I had to apologize for snapping. But patience is a skill that God gave me. I know a lot of moms, it just doesn't come naturally, and they have to work really hard to have the patience with their kids. So that's a skill that God's given me, and that's something that I try to utilize. So tip three, think about what your strengths are and your weaknesses. So in tip number two, you need to pray and ask God why He made you your kid's mom and what strengths he gave you. But I want you to sit down and try to think about your strengths too and weaknesses. What are your weaknesses? There's some things that I had to learn. I needed to learn how to ask others for help and lean on others. I'm very independent, very determined, and I can be really stubborn. God gave me a wonderful husband who is patient with me because I can be very stubborn and he handles it so well. Independent, determined, stubborn. They all have their moments of being great qualities, but it's difficult for me to ask for help and rely on others. And that's a weakness that I have, and I know that. And so it's something that I work on, and I ask for God to help me through that. But I know that's something that I can learn and grow in. And that's what you need to do when you sit down to look at your weaknesses. Where can you grow and learn? And what do you need to let go of and just lean on Christ? What's something that you need to let go of and let others in to help you with? It may not be a skill that God gave you, but he gave you people that have those skills around you and they can help you. And then lean on your strengths. God gave you those strengths for a reason. So lean on them. I was a single mom for six years and I did it all on my own. With help of family, of course. I had lots of friends and family around that helped me and I wouldn't have been able to get through those six years without them but I was a single mom and then I got married and I had to learn how to bring my husband in on the journey with me. It's still something that I catch myself doing of not leaning on him, not letting him help and just trying to do it all my, all on my own because I did it for so long. And being so independent and stubborn and determined, it doesn't come easy and naturally for me. It's still something I catch myself doing a lot. And I need to remind myself that we're on the same team and I need to let him help. So I know that's a weakness and I know it's something that I need to work on. And I do. Tip number four, give yourself grace. It's not something that comes naturally to me and it's not easy. So when I don't do well at being crafty or asking for help or leaning on my husband and letting him in on things, I give myself some grace. I apologize because I know he wants to be part of it and I want him to be part of it. So I apologize for not letting him in or not letting him help or asking for help, but I give myself some grace. And then tip number five, it kind of goes along with all of the other tips, but you need to ask for help and lean on those around you. Give yourself grace and ask for help. God put people in your path that can help you, that have those strengths that you don't have. They can help you grow and learn in your weaknesses. I tell Georgia constantly, she's probably so annoyed with hearing it by now, I tell her constantly, just take a breath and let it go. I don't know if it's the age, her personality, or a combo of the two, but everything is a huge deal. Even if it's just something minor, like she dropped a crumb, sometimes that crumb can be the end of the world. And so I just tell her, take a breath and let it go. She has an even more difficult time when it's something that she's not good at because she likes to do well. She's a perfectionist, (laughs) just like her mom. And it's something that we're trying to tone in, but I just tell her, take a breath and let it go. We need to learn to take life as it comes and realize that we don't have control over the situation. But we can control our feelings about the situation. We need to be intentional about our reactions and not let our emotions take control. Especially as emotional women, as many of us are, we're not all, but a lot of us are, it's really hard to not let our emotions and reactions take control of the situation. I know it's easier said than done. I'm a very emotional person. Like I said, Georgia got that from me but the Bible says that emotions and feelings shouldn't lead our actions. It's okay to have them. God gave them there. He put them there inside of us, but we're not to let them control us. So when you feel that mom guilt start to rise up, just pause. Remember the strengths God gave you. Just take a breath and let it go and just give it up to God. You don't have to be all the things for all the people. You don't have to be all the things for everyone in your life. You just need to be you. God created you for a reason and God gave you the strengths he gave you for a reason. So just be you. I want you to get out a piece of paper and pen or pencil and I want you to write down all of the strengths, as small or as big as they are, every strength that God has given you. Write it all out on the paper and then I want you to write down what you can do with that. God made you one of those crafty moms. What can you do with that skill? Why do you think God gave you that? You can cook really well. Why do you think God gave you that gift? What can you do with it? So you're a wonderful speaker. Why do you think God gave you that gift? Or you can write extremely well and you just seem to be this wordsmith. What can you do with that? I want you to think about your strengths and your gifts that God has given you. And how you can use those for your family and for those around you. How can you put those into play in your life to become the person that God has created you to be? He gave you those skills and he gave you those strengths. So use them. Do something great with them. After you think on that and you write all those strengths down, I want you to just sit and pray and see what God has to tell you. Why did he give you those strengths? He'll reveal that to you if you just sit and listen. I pray this helps you learn to let go of that mom guilt and be proud of who you are as a mom and a woman and learn to let God take control and rise up and be strong in who God has called you to be as a mom, as a woman, as an entrepreneur or an employee or an employer or whatever situation God has placed you in in your life. He's given you the skills and the gifts that you need to do it. So just take a breath, let it go and give it up to God. I pray this blesses you and helps you learn to get rid of that mom guilt and become the woman and the mom that God has created you to be. we will see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you like Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.